1: Hello, America, and happy Sunday. It's the Sunday brunch edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. And today, we're going to do something very special. John has had the opportunity to interview the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, on numerous occasions throughout 2023. And today, we're going to revisit some of those interviews. We're going to start off today with an interview from January 10th, when John was speaking to the former president, and getting his take on the bombshell report that Joe Biden had classified documents from when he was vice president. President Trump has some thoughts on that matter. And then we're going to transition to a special President's Day interview that Amanda Head and John Solomon did on their TV show, Just the News, No Noise, where Donald Trump gives his thoughts on numerous different topics. And then we're going to wrap up the day with a May 15th interview that John did mere hours after the Durham report was released. He got President Trump's reaction to the Durham report. We're going to have all of that right after this commercial break.
0: You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining... You're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us justnews. That's amac.us justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As mentioned at the top of the show, we are very fortunate to have the 45th president of the United States joining us right now, Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, John. Great honor. With you, it's always a great honor, I will say. I was thinking of you last night. I thought when this Joe Biden announcement came out about the documents, I'm thinking, you know, President Trump probably has something to say about this. Your reaction, after all the president said about you, after all the President Biden said about you, for him to have classified documents in his office, your thoughts?
2: Well, you know, as vice president, he doesn't have the right to declassify. They shouldn't have been there. And for that long, I guess it was seven years or nine years now, I'm hearing very extended periods of time. It was also big stuff, a lot of it having to do with Ukraine. And as you know, his son got paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a month from Ukraine. And I think they got a $3 million upfront payment to sit on the board of a company that was a very a problematic company, a very a company that had a lot of problems. But uh, it was uh, shocking, actually, to see. Actually, shocking.
0: It was. And I want to ask you about this. They find out about this on November 2nd, if you believe their timeline. That's before the election. Then on November 18th, they name a special prosecutor against you. They never mentioned this. It only comes out now. Any concern about the delay in disclosing this to the American public?
2: Well, I think they knew long before November 2nd. Uh, I think he knew probably right from the beginning. And I think a lot of it had to do with uh, Ukraine because that was the papers he kept. And no, I think they knew about this for a long time and they didn't do anything about it. Now, there is a big difference. I mean, a lot of differences, first of all, but there is a big we were having very good conversations with NARA. All of a sudden, they just come in a raid. They raid Mar-a-Lago, but we were having, they didn't have to do that because we would have given it over. We were having very, very productive conversations, no problem. And then they do the big grandstand. But very importantly, as I come under the Presidential Records Act, meaning the president comes under the Presidential Records Act, the vice president comes under the uh, Federal Records Act. The Federal Records Act is brutal the presidential records act and this be, is because of you know years and years of uh, litigation when people leave office what they take what they don't take and you know they've actually paid you remember they paid i think 18 million dollars to richard nixon to get his the things that he took from office so this is after years of litigation but interestingly the federal records act the vice president comes under and it's brutally it's criminal the the it's a criminal act Whereas the Presidential Records Act is not criminal. In fact, it says you talk and you work it out. And if you don't work it out, you keep talking. I mean, you know, sort of a a very calm thing. They shouldn't even be they shouldn't be looking at me under the Presidential Records Act. It's a disgrace. But under the Federal Records Act, which is the vice president, it's a very uh, it's a very high standard and it's it is very, very tough. It's a different world.
0: Yeah, it is. And you of course have been facing this situation with the special prosecutor. How does this change the equation with what you've been doing with the justice department to get this matter resolved?
2: Well, I think it totally changes it. I mean, uh he's again, he's under this federal act that's very tough and I'm under I I I was perfect under the presidential records act. We were negotiating with Nara. Now, you know Nara is a far left group of people. I don't know if you know or if you've ever heard They've red flagged essentially red flagged the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights. They said it's a dangerous document. I mean, this is what we're dealing with. Uh, these are people that, uh, you know, look, they have some real difficulties. Okay, but this is a very left wing group of people in era. And I think that's got to be corrected.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of debate about that. It's so such an important thing.
2: But I did nothing wrong. I mean, just to finish this off, I did absolutely nothing wrong. And we were talking to them and we gave them a tremendous amounts of stuff. Now, Biden only gave it. He had it for nine years. I mean, now I'm here. At first, I heard it was a couple of years. and Then ultimately, I just heard a little while ago they had it for it could be nine years. And now you have to say, well, what about all of these places that he's got he's got a, a tremendous trove of things at the university of delaware i understand he's got another one at penn he's got a big trove up at penn uh and then what about his house and what about biden's uh what about hunter's house and you know who's going to go in there like they did with me who's going to do that no i think and i think we've had tremendous support from the republicans who think it's totally unfair it's a very unfair situation And conservatives and Republicans have gone through this for years, but I'm the record setter. There's no question about it.
0: That's for sure. There's no doubt. Sir, you fought China hand and tooth when you were president. Joe Biden seems to have and his family have this incredible relationship with China. They're going on Air Force One. They're making deals. There's 10 percent for the big guy, Tony Bobolinsky. This university that housed the think tank where Joe Biden's documents were found got a lot of funding from China. So the University of Penn State, the big recipient of China funding, the Biden-Penn Center is housed there. Concern about why there's so much China money always flowing around the Bidens.
2: Well, that's one of the really big things, I think, with the documents, frankly, is that uh, you have China that gave $54 million, I understand. That's what the number I hear. And they paid him almost a million dollars a year. They kept it slightly under a million. It's like nine ninety eight or something. So that this way they can say probably if it, if somebody ever gets wise to it, gee, we didn't pay him a million. You know, it sounds a lot less. If you pay uh, 998000 it sounds like a lot less. Uh, the fact is that China was paying through Penn, which, you know, I went to school at Penn. I went to the Wharton School of Finance. I, I love Penn but they were paying uh, all of this money to Joe Biden and they have the Biden center there. And I would imagine, you know, they're paying all this money. I would imagine they had absolute uh, entree into those documents and they saw those documents and those were major places. Now that's only what's come out so far, but I'd be willing to bet he has many more documents than that. And then if you look at these other places that he's storing documents, I mean, I would think he'd have a a treasure trove of documents. It's very, very sad. But China paid $54 million. And I guess out of that, they paid a million dollars a year to Biden. Think of that. I mean, isn't that an incredible situation? Is it even believable?
0: Yeah. Well, we suddenly got a forgivable loan from China, so we know they had no problem taking money from China. Let me pivot to something that you're getting a lot of credit for. Kevin McCarthy, Scott Perry, so many members of Congress saying you played a very important role last week in getting Republicans unified to get not only Kevin McCarthy to be the speaker, but to get rules that change the way the swamp in Washington operates. Can you tell us in your own words what you think you did and what happened in the last week to the Republican Party?
2: Well, I've I've gotten along with Kevin over the years, and, and I think that he really saw a lot, and I think he's learned a lot over the last year, and he say, I think he sees the kind of corrupt stuff. He watches uh, Unselect Committee, the January 6th. I call it the Unselect Committee. I never got credit for that name, but that's okay. But it is an Unselect Committee. It's a bunch of hacks and, and horrible people on that, and it's a one-sided deal. And it's, you know, very unfair. And he, I think he watched that. And I think he really was repulsed by it very much. You know, he decided and and I understood what he was doing, but it really wasn't it, it really didn't quite work out. He didn't want to put anybody on because he thought it was so disgraceful where they wouldn't take Jim Banks and Jim Jordan. He said that we won't put anybody. I fully understood that. But nobody knew that this thing was going to last forever. And forever, all of the 12 people, whatever it was, they were all anti-Trumpers and, you know, just screaming about Trump all day long. Uh, But, you know, it was uh, I think he learned I think he saw that and I think he thought it was really horrible and really unfair to the country and to the Republican Party. Uh, What what happened is there was really nobody else that was going to get the left within the Republican Party and the right within the Republican Party. You know, that's not a very big hole to go through. And so what's happened, what happened is I was very, I was friendly with both sides. Many of these people, most of my I endorsed, I liked them. They liked me. And when it came down to crunch time, you know, you had 20 people that were pretty hard line and they happened to be very good friends of mine. Almost all of them, I would say all of them. And uh, I would make them calls. I mean, cause I, I didn't like what was happening, John. It, it was starting to look a little bit chaotic. It was starting to look a little bit, not good. And what happened is I started calling them and I started getting people to agree with me and coming on board. And as you know, Matt Gates is a very good guy and he's, you know, he's a strong guy. And I called him in the end. I mean, it was just about over where they were going to leave. And I think that if they left, think of it, if they left and you had two and a half, three days in between, I don't know that anything would have ever, you might've ended up with a Democrat, to be honest with you. I don't know that This thing ever would have gotten done. Your moderates would have left other people. It would have been a a disaster. And that's when Matt ran up to the front of the room and he said, I'm changing my vote. I'm changing my vote. And he's a great guy. And and uh, they're all really great. I, I think, you know, they're very committed. And don't forget, you know, they signed a document. This document is a very strong document. The Speaker of the House is now I think it'll be actually, in a certain way, in a stronger position for those of us that love our country. I think Kevin's going to do a good job, but I really believe that that three days, it looked messy, but in the end, it's sort of funny how it turns out. Sometimes, you know, the best things happen through through the war, and in the end, I think we're going to end up with a more unified party. Now we have some great heads of committees. We have some great people on the committees. And these are people that you know very well, John, and that you deal with. These people don't mess around. These are tough people. And their voice wasn't heard for a long time, you know. The big problem the Republican Party has is Mitch McConnell. How he approved that $1.7 trillion is shocking. Because if he would have waited 10 days, the House would have either killed it or made it much better. How he went and just approved that, he's a real problem for the party. Because he does anything the Democrats want. And he's got his 10 or 12 people that you have to get, and they just follow his lead because he gives them a lot of campaign contributions. You know, he's, his leadership ability is only in that he raises money, and then he gives them a lot of money to campaign. But it's uh, Mitch McConnell's a real problem for our country, frankly, and for the Republican Party. And his wife, as you know, is wedded to China. I call her Coco Chow. Uh, she's wedded to China and it's such a conflict that this guy is, is the head of the Senate, is, is just a, a, an embarrassment to Republicans. It shouldn't be. And it's been like that for a long time. And he keeps his power because of the, he spends time raising money. And then he hands out $20 million, $15 million, $10 million. And then he actually spends $12 million to beat a good candidate in Alaska so that he can get his, his voter in there. You know, and Murkowski is one of the worst senators we have.
0: That was a head-scratching moment. You've modernized the Reagan fiscal discipline thing. You cut taxes, you grew the economy, then you cut regulations and got all those regulations down. In your second term, you had a plan to shrink government. Republicans in the House could probably benefit from that plan. How important is it to keep cutting the deep state and getting this government down to a more manageable size?
2: Well, I was doing it, and then we got hit with COVID, and we had to help the people with COVID. You know, if we would have done that, this country would have... I don't think it would have existed, you know? It was... uh, We did a great job with COVID. I've always felt that, you know, people give me a lot of credit on foreign policy and the economy and things, but they they don't like doing it on COVID. I think I did among the best jobs on COVID because all of a sudden something came in that nobody had any idea what it was, but we knew it was killing a lot of people. And, you know, I closed it to China when a lot of people didn't want me to do that. Almost nobody wanted. That that saved a lot of lives. But, you know, uh, the COVID thing, Obviously, we had to go guns a-blazing with with the money, and we had no choice. Otherwise, you know, we had to help people. They wouldn't have been able – they lost their jobs. They were losing their jobs left and right. This was a shocking event, and uh, we came up with things that nobody – you know, our – if if you look at, like, Regeneron, you know, the therapeutic stuff that we did and and all of the – uh ventilators that we got we did such a we were making them for the world for the whole world but we did a great job and uh but you know you had to do you would have seen if if we didn't get hit with covid we had an economy the day before covid came in the likes of which no country ever in the world has ever seen everybody was working african-americans i always say it asian americans hispanic americans women men no high school diploma, MIT diplomas and doctorates, uh, everybody was doing great and the country was coming together. Then we got hit with COVID. And then by the time I left the stock market was actually higher cuz the market, you know, went down so drastically. The market was higher than it was the day before COVID. And we did a great job. We handed over something that was great. And by the way, I wrote a report yesterday that we have more COVID right now. COVID is all over the place. What happened to Biden with COVID? I mean, we have massive numbers of COVID right now.
0: We do. It is. It's spreading like wildfire.
2: So it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy.
0: I know how important free speech and liberty is to you. We've seen all these revelations about the FBI, the Homeland Security Department, the Biden White House squeezing social media to censor people. You go out and create a new platform called Truth Social. It's now having record traffic this week. What you've seen with the federal agencies and the solution you put in place, I'd love to get your reaction to both of those.
2: Well, one of the things that was so shocking to me was when we saw the revelation of, you know, see the FBI and you always want to... Love the FBI and all, you know, what it stands for, the image of what it stands for. And then you see where the FBI was actually rigging the election, where they were suppressing bad news on Biden. And they say, push the good news on Biden and the exact opposite on me. And they were... You know, they I don't know if you saw, they said it made the pollsters, uh, John McLaughlin and some others real good ones. They said 17 point difference. I don't need I didn't need 17 points. I didn't need anything. I didn't even need that. They didn't even do it because the election was a rigged election. But I will tell you that uh, when I saw the FBI's involvement in free speech uh, and anything you want to call it, the other thing and, it, you know, pertains to it totally is the fact that the media is just so corrupt if you have a story that's positive about Trump, they just won't write it. And if you have a story that's positive about Biden or or some Democrat or whatever, that side of the equation, they make it, you know, front page news. Even today, I noticed it's not a front page. It's a very small story in the New York Times. Now, think of that. This is the biggest thing, all the documents we're talking about. He gets caught with highly classified at the highest level. You know, the marking was the highest level. He gets caught, and they have a little story in the Times. It's, it's got a small story in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, it's got, you know, a small story in the Washington Post. If that were me, it would be the whole front page. It is such, the media is so corrupt. And, you know, I think if I've done one thing, and I'm very proud of it. Uh, we've, we've done so much, but one thing that I'm very proud of that I think people don't talk about, I think I've exposed it all. I don't think it would ever have been exposed if anybody else were in the position. I think I've exposed it all. And now you can go get it because they have really exposed themselves as being corrupt. Even the Pulitzer Prize, if you look at that, I mean, to get... To get the Pulitzer Prize for Russia, Russia, Russia reporting. And, you know, the prize reads to the effect on your great and brilliant reporting on Russia. Well, they got it wrong. It was the exact opposite. You should get the Pulitzer Prize. Sean Hannity should start writing a little bit and get the Pulitzer Prize, okay? I mean, you guys and Sarah, uh, there was a group of people that got it right, right from the beginning. And, and you know, I'm suing Pulitzer now because I'm saying you got to take the Pulitzer Prize away. The Times and the Washington Post have admitted that they were wrong. So how do you get a Pulitzer Prize when you're writing all this stuff about Trump? And it turned out that had nothing to do. And then the report came out yesterday that, by the way, the influence of Russia over the election was was uh, tiny. It was nothing. It was nothing. It was a it was all a big hoax. It was a scam. It's a witch hunt. And it continues to this day. But I think that this new revelation on Biden with the uh, highly classified documents is that's a uh, tough thing for them. I don't know how they handle that one.
0: Yeah, it's a big one. You happy with Truth? It's growing millions of people. I see lots of traffic coming to Just the News every day from it. You've created a place where people can just say what they believe.
2: I I think it's great. You know, I'm back on Twitter, but I don't. I haven't used it because Truth is so good. And Truth gets put into Twitter. It gets put into everything. It's uh, it's just taken off, and people love it. And it's got real stuff and it doesn't have the bots and the dots and all of the different things, the fake accounts, as they call them, millions and millions of fake accounts. And we have a tremendous uh, following. And it's it's really been it's an incredible, uh, incredible thing. Now, even truth, you know, they although the Times did make a mistake uh, two weeks ago, they wrote a story about how powerful truth is. But they always like to say financial. It's, you know. We have financing out. The SEC goes after the people that want to do the financing. These poor people, they come in, they want to do financing, they end up under investigation because they could they could finance anything else in the world, no problem. They want to finance something that's with Trump and they end up under investigation. I said lots of luck. But uh I wouldn't mind if I if, if something ever happened I'd keep it private. I have a lot of money and I'd keep it private. But I'm we're really proud of truth. I think truth is fantastic.
0: In a moment of free speech need, it it filled a void very bigly. It's a really incredible thing. Mr. President, I know how busy you are. I want to thank you so much for spending time with us, bringing us up to speed on all these important issues.
2: Well, congratulations. You are a professional. You really are. You're one of the true greats. And I think someday they'll appreciate it. I hope it's going to be soon. But at some point, they're going to appreciate it, John. You're a real A real pro.
0: Those are kind words, so I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for spending the time today. It was a great honor for us. Thank
2: you, John. I'll speak to you again soon.
0: All right, sir. Thank you.
1: Wow. President Trump really didn't hold back or pull any punches with his opinions on that bombshell report about Biden having unclassified documents. And we're going to keep this going. Up next, we've got a special President's Day interview with former President Donald Trump that John and Amanda Head did on Just the News, No Noise, which you can catch every weeknight, Monday through Friday on Real America's Voice. We'll have that right after this commercial break.
0: Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. And use the promo code JustNews50 to get 50% off. That's the code JustNews50 at Factormeals.com. One more time, Factormeals.com slash JustNews50. Use the JustNews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. We are lucky today to be joined by our 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, a great honor to have you here with us. Well, thank you very much. It is my honor indeed. Thank you very much. So I want to ask you about the current occupant of the White House. He spent the day, President's Day, in Ukraine with President Zelensky rather than go to East Palestine and spend it with the suffering residents of Ohio. Your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I think it's very sad. And I'll be going, uh, as you know, I'll be spending some time in Ohio where he should be. And uh, frankly, that FEMA should have been there a long time ago. And I announced that I was going and all of a sudden FEMA is sending a lot of money now and they weren't going to send anything. So... I'm honored by that, but I'll be there on Wednesday, and I look forward to that. It'll be great. Those are great people, and they were abandoned, but now I think they won't be abandoned any longer. Very sad to watch that so important
3: it is yeah. sir and an interesting timing indeed as a lot of people have pointed out on social media so i want to uh pivot to that topic social media there has been a lot of unfairness especially with respect to you and your uh your profiles on social media and the issues with big tech do you think that um you can win the white house uh, without utilizing those big platforms that technology or do you think you're going to make a return to those platforms maybe
2: Well, I have a lot of people. I had over 200 million people on the various platforms, and uh, I have a lot of people waiting. But, you know, we're doing tremendously well, I think, getting the word out. John, you know this. Amanda, you know this. Uh, On truth, truth social. And I get the word out incredibly well. And they're suffering because, uh, you know, my word isn't there. Now, they do take it right off truth as soon as they give it. So I'm not so sure that I'm not getting the word out just as well as being there. But I've been invited back. They've, You know, it's it's waiting. I guess Twitter has close to 90 million people waiting. But I think I get a very strong word out on truth. And there's something very beautiful about it. Truth, social is doing incredibly well. I call it truth. And it's uh, doing incredibly well. And I'm sure that the two of you listen to it and everybody's listening to it. And it gives us a certain sense of dignity because, you know, we're not... We're not confined to uh, having somebody take us down uh, with a whim.
0: Yeah, no, I'll tell you this, right, this morning, sir, the single largest source of traffic to just the news was true social. That's where it came over Twitter, Facebook, all the other platforms.
2: You had them beat. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm saying it's dominating and they want me back on all of them. They want me back so badly on Twitter. They want me back on Google. Uh, they want us back badly on Facebook and. You know, it's different. If you look at some of these other sites they're not gonna make it because there's no real reason for it. And as you know, they close up left and right. And you're gonna end up with you're gonna end up with truth and you're gonna end up with Twitter. And I think Twitter is not doing very well without us. There was a story recently, I can't make it if I don't go on. But they treated us very badly, John. You can't help yeah. but remember that. And if you don't remember that you're very foolish. Yeah, and I don't like to be foolish. No, so no we'll see what happens but they do want us back badly and they've made it open but it's become boring you know it's become boring and it's uh you have fake accounts you have bots you have a lot of things truth doesn't have that yeah. so let's see what happens uh, but we're doing very well truth has been amazing actually Mr. President,
0: millions of Americans last week got an email from you saying, you're gonna take on the Democrats in the early voting, in the harvesting game, and you're gonna beat them in 2024. Tell us a little bit about that strategy, why the change, and what do you think will happen in 2024?
2: Well, it changed because it's so unfair. The whole process is, it's a rigged process. It's a disgusting process. And what was happening is, you know, they'd they'd go in there with uh, an accumulation of votes, which in many places isn't even legal. And they would accumulate votes at a level like nobody's ever seen before. And, you know, if you ever check the ballots, you might be like be very disappointed as an American. You may be very, very disappointed to see what happens with the ballots, whether or not they're signed, if they need to be signed, where they come from. So we're going to have to play the game a little bit differently because we're starting off with a deficit and tremendous bad things are happening. Look, uh, I know that your next question will probably be like, what do you recommend? And what I recommend is all paper ballots, one day voting, voter ID and no mail in except for a far away military and people that are really seriously ill.
3: Mr. President, while we're on the topic of policy prescriptions, I wanted to ask you about these five-minute videos that you've been putting out. I think for a lot of people, it's evocative of our 40th president, Ronald Reagan, These, the videos that he used to put out, everything from nuclear deterrence to tax policy. These seem like tangible things, point by point by point, that you want to do if you win back the White House in 2024. How successful and how far-reaching have these videos been?
2: Well, I think they've been very successful. I'm hearing uh, even beyond what I think uh, people are reporting how successful. I'll do them once or twice a week. I'll do sometimes 10 different points at one shot, and we'll release them to different media, but we'll release them overall. We'll release them to everybody. But like would always give John a little bit of an edge because he's a true (laughs) champion. Should have gotten the Pulitzer, (laughs) but we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, the people that got it wrong got the Pulitzer. The people that got it right. I got nothing except the respect from everybody. So that's what John has and and some others that really called it right. That's the Russia, Russia, Russia hook. Think of it. They got the Pulitzer Prize for calling it wrong. So now we're demanding that they take it back. And we actually sued the Pulitzer Foundation, which has reached right now an all time low. So we'll see how that all goes. But a lot of things are a lot of things are happening. That's very positive. If you look at the videos, uh, my numbers have shot up in the last few weeks, and Ron DeSanctimonious, I mean, his numbers have really crashed because you know they're saying he was against Social Security, he was against Medicare, little things like that. That's not too good. Carl, if you think Carl Rove was one of the people he looks up to, Carl Rove, Carl Rove has not been good for the Republican Party, and he's led a lot of failed campaigns. But Paul Ryan is another one that he likes a lot. Paul Ryan, that's a beauty, and Jeb, of course. So, you know, when you look at him, uh, you have Club for No Growth, and that's uh, one of the groups that is, I guess, backing him. I don't know if they're backing him, but we'll see what happens. But people have to know this, and I, I notice that his numbers have cratered and mine have gone through the ceiling once they hear some of the uh, the real facts, in fact, including the fact that he closed up Florida and closed down all the beaches. So, you know, people forget these things, but uh, I know you don't forget them, but people forget these things. So... Our numbers have really gone up. And tonight I'm speaking, uh, it's going to be very, I think it's going to be great, the massive crowd. Tonight I'm speaking at Club, what's called Club 45 in West Palm Beach. And these are incredible patriots. I love them. They're unbelievable patriots.
0: They are indeed. And Real America's Voice is going to be there covering it live wall to wall, sir. It's going to be very exciting. I know you're very tired yeah. on time. I just want to ask one last question. No president has done more to try to highlight the weaponization of the federal government and what bureaucracies are doing than you. Uh, Two recent examples of FBI putting out a memo saying the Catholics who go to Latin mask are uh, uh, supremacists or extremist threats. And then uh, today, a story we broke, uh, the Democratic research firm improperly got the personnel files of a dozen of our great military
2: members. Your thoughts on those two instances? Oh, it's totally been weaponized with these prosecutors. They've been going after me for years. Uh, prosecutors that are Democrats, radical left. And by the way, the higher my poll numbers go, the harder they come at me. And you see it right now. They, ha- they have a total Trump hater looking at the document hoax. It's a hoax. Obama took documents all over the place. And, and, you know, if you take a look at Obama and Biden and you take a look at all of them, including jimmy carter and we wish him well but everybody took documents it's a hoax and nobody has a problem but they come after me and the reason they come after me because i'm leading everybody by so much and what they've done is weaponized the justice system and it's a disgrace never has our country had anything like what's going on right now they put all trump haters in and if you hate trump you have a chance of getting that prosecution you know no, it's a disgrace what's going on but I've been fighting it for years, and I'll continue to fight it, and we've been doing very well. You have, sir.
3: Mr. President, very quickly before we go, I wanted to ask you, if you were the nominee in 2024, there are a lot of folks out there who I think would be contending uh, for your pick as VP, as the number two on that ticket. What are the top qualifications you would look for?
2: You've got to be smart. You've got to be respected. You've got to have a conservative voice, and you have to have a common-sense voice. You're not talking about conservative. We're talking about common sense. You need a wall. We built 500 miles of wall. It was in the process of doing another 200, which is much more than I even anticipated doing. And uh, we, another couple of weeks, it would have been completed, an additional 200. I mean, you got to have common sense. We would have uh, voter ID. How about even 88% of Democrats favor voter ID, but Democrat leadership doesn't want to do it? There's only one reason they don't want to do voter ID, because they cheat. We've got to become independent again on energy. We wanna be energy independent. We were energy independent. We were becoming energy dominant. We would have dominated the world on energy. We would have made a fortune on it. We would have paid off our debt. We would have the money was gonna be staggering. And this guy comes in and he ends it all. It's just insane. And wait till you see you haven't seen the end of energy. Wait, till you see the pricing? over the next year or two. It's going to go through the roof. But in 24, hopefully we'll be successful. Everything will come down, including inflation. But the energy prices, because inflation was self-made. Inflation was actually, in my opinion, strongly, it was made by energy. When they cut back on the energy, energy went through the roof. That affected everything else. But now it's almost embedded in our in our numbers. And we have to stop that. So. We'll get rid of inflation. We'll stop the war in Ukraine, which would have never started. Russia never, ever would have gotten in there. And, of course, one of the reasons they did is because the most embarrassing day in U.S. history was the horrible way they withdrew in Afghanistan. We could have gotten out. I was leading that, but we would have gotten out with strength and with dignity. So all of these things, we'll take care of them, and we'll have borders again. And we'll get bad people because a lot of bad people are coming in, people from their prisons, people from their mental institutions. They're dumping them in the United States. And it's a terrible thing. Terrible thing that's happening to our country. Well, one thing we're
0: certain of, people remember what sort of country you left them. And then when they talk about the good old days, they're talking about the days when President Trump was in the office. Sir, thank you for joining us. I know you're on a tight schedule. Happy President's Day. Thank you for putting the president in our President's Day.
2: Thank you both very much. Thank you.
0: God bless you, Thank you, Jim. Thank you so much.
1: You could tell that President Trump was not a fan of how President Joe Biden decided to spend his President's Day this year. And John and Amanda got his take on various different topics and drew a lot of news out of that interview, as they always do every weeknight on Just the News, No Noise on Real America's Voice. Coming up, we've got President Trump's reaction to the Durham report from May 15th, right after this commercial break. (laughs)
0: Just a few moments ago, I spoke with former President Donald Trump and got his reaction to the John Durham report and its sweeping conclusions that the FBI had no basis to investigate his campaign back in 2016, 17, 18, and 19. Listen to what the former president, the 45th president of the United States, had to say.
2: Well, it's a shame. It's a uh, total violation of about every rule and principle you could have. It's total dishonesty. And more than anything else, it affected the 2020 presidential election much more so than the 2016 election. This affected the 2020 presidential election, just like stuffing the ballot boxes or any of the other things that took place. This is a disgrace, and they should do something about it. And that includes whatever you have to do about the presidential election. This is a rigging, another element of rigging the presidential election far more than stuffing the ballot boxes because it affected more than you could ever stuff.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt. Sir, so I want to ask you, you're way ahead in the polls. There's a good chance you're going to be president again in 2025. What would you do to fix the FBI under Chris Ray? Obviously, a lot of bad things that went on at the FBI.
2: A lot of bad things went on at DOJ and the FBI, and good a lot point. of bad things went on in a lot of places. You know, when I got there, it was loaded up with rhinos and with Democrats. It was thousands and thousands of people in every different department. And we got so many out. But you really have some bad things that happened. And uh, this is the deep state. This is what they talk about all the time. You talk about it, John. I talk about it. This is the deep state. Uh, We'll make very big changes. We really did uh, do a tremendous job of getting tremendous numbers out. But this is deep state stuff. This has been for 30 years. People have been there. And they're, uh, you know, in, in many ways, they ran government for a long period of time. And we came in and we broke we really broke up the act and a lot of people weren't too happy about it that's why things like this happened.
0: that's so true last question sir i know you've been vindicated several times on russia collusion but this is sort of the exclamation point your thought on the fact that john durham said not a single iota of russia collusion evidence
2: well i was very honored by this report i'll be honest the uh it was incredible i waited and everybody waited and we waited a long time but this is tremendous detail when you look at it. he's obviously very detail-oriented But this is tremendous detail, total vindication. And now something should happen. This is, you know, corrupt at the level like nobody's ever seen before. If we had an honest media, thank God you're around and a couple of others. But if we had an honest media, this would be the story of the century. Yes.
0: All right, folks, thanks for joining us. If you want to get a copy of my new children's book, Hidden Headlines, which teaches the dangers of censorship and why the First Amendment was first to our founding fathers, why we need to restore it to being first go to bravebooks.us right now bravebooks.us you'll get my book free if you sign up for the subscription book club if not you can buy my book a la carte all of them very important discussion my son's a hamster chunk an inquiring dog named Seymour Clues, a detective. They pair together to solve a major censorship issue, keeping the Hamster Headlines newspaper from getting to the hamster village. The tubes in the village are clogged. Yep, that's the allegory for social media censorship. Go check out that book. It's a great way to teach your children, grandchildren, nephews and nieces the importance of free speech, maybe something that their educators aren't doing for them. And of course, go support all the advertisers and sponsors And partners of Just the News, Clear Path, Heritage Action for America, Birch Gold Group, who's been such an extraordinary anchor in our community for a long time. They all have great products, great services, great values that align with your values. As someone who cares about the future of this great country, go check them out today. Most of them have a Just News code you can use to save money, and that's a special offer. AMAC, of course, too, Association of Mature American Citizens. You heard Bobby Charles yesterday. That was a great interview you can join a five-year membership, get huge discounts on things you buy, services you get. And of course, you get a lot of trustworthy news and information and opportunities for civic engagement, a grassroots army trying to make America a better place in a moment of great peril to this constitutional republic. So go check them all out. Brave books all the way through to AMAC, Birch Gold and so many others that have been so good to us. Now, one reminder, a lot of people say, hey, John, do you have an app at the Just the News? And the answer is, we sure do. Not only do we have an app, it's in the Apple Store, it's also in the Android Store. It allows you to take the Just the News experience and go in three different ways. You can watch... Our videos and television shows, you can listen to this podcast and many others like it, like Victor Davis Hanson, or you can read the stories that we do a 50, 60, 70 stories a day of the breaking news, investigative reporting, accountability reporting. Go to the iOS app store or the Android store today, download the Just the News app Read, watch, listen, three great ways to experience the Just the News content and to join the Just the News family. And if you really want to get involved with the family and say, Hey, I want to support your investigative reporting, John Solomon, I wanna support the great reporters and the producers and the bookers and everybody that works to make the Just The News experience possible. You can do something really inexpensive that makes a big difference. All you gotta do is join the Just The News VIP club. That's right. What do you get for the VIP club? First off, ad-free experience on the website and on your newsletters. No ads, no dancing videos, no autoplay videos. An ad-free experience on Just the News twenty four seven Plus, once a month, you get to hang out with me at JustTheNews.com. We have a town hall. I sit and answer your questions for an hour. We talk about issues you care about. We cover topics that the other media aren't covering. It's an incredible experience to join the family the immediate family of the just the news team great opportunity sometimes we bring in our reporters it's always a delightful time if you want to get involved in that go to just dot com slash subscribe just dot com slash subscribe quick way to get into the club it's 4.99 a month 44.99 a year great way to support our journalism make a difference and get an enormous benefit yourself so go check it out today All right, folks, that wraps up John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great night. God bless this great country of the United States. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out.